Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and a midweek instalment of Bullet Points. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I am grumpy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dear amazing, incredible listeners, I never like to bring my problems, at least not as and when they're happening, to the show, but I can't help myself on this occasion. Normally, I like to perhaps go through something and then share with you what I've learned in the hope that it will help you, but this time we're doing it in real time. And maybe I'm doing this because I'm publishing bullet points a good few hours later than I normally do because this week has really gotten on top of me and I'm flailing and I'm falling behind and it's not a feeling I enjoy at all. And this all started about a week ago. I have been sleeping so well for probably about six to eight weeks now. And then boom, a couple, maybe last week, every single night between two and three o'clock in the morning, I'm up. And there were three days when I was waking up and it just made absolutely no sense. Up and alert. And I was so cross because actually my sleep hygiene has been incredible recently. You'll have heard, I'm sure, that I'm using the Fitbit. And that VersaFor smartwatch has actually really helped me spot where a bad night's sleep starts or comes from. And so I was actually beginning to feel a bit smug. And because all of the little tweaks that I had made were really improving my quality of sleep, how long I was sleeping. And I was feeling so, so much better for it. And so it's actually really, really confusing. And I thought, I felt a bit helpless. I thought, well, this makes no sense. I'm doing all of the right things. I'm actually, I've got more information about my sleep than I've had for such a long time. And yet it's all gone wrong again. That was until on one of those mornings when I couldn't sleep, I looked out of the window and saw a raging white hot full moon staring back at me. And I thought, ugh. Okay, and it is at this point that I grimace because it's not in my nature to blame inanimate objects for either good or indeed bad things happening. But in this instance, instance, though, I did think, okay, the moon, you've got me, you win. Um, But the good news is, is that it's now out of its full phase and I'm back to sleeping really well again. Not least because I have made those tweaks based on the sleep insights the Fitbit has given me, but also because I've recently started wearing a drowsy sleep mask to bed. Okay. I don't know what my life was like before this thing, but I I will put a link in the show notes. I have to tell you this. It's basically a very, very large sleep mask. If you think about normal sleep masks, they're sort of uh, just a bit bigger than the eyes, same width as the head. This is like a giant silk pillow mask that covers pretty much the entire top of your head and you wear it to sleep. And it's it, when I first saw it, I thought that looks a bit excessive, but mm, feels so soft and silky. Genuinely, I cannot tell you how lovely it feels. And I legitimately, after just a couple of weeks, can't imagine sleeping without it. It is so delicious against the skin. And because it's silk, it can get a bit cold. And then if you wake up in the morning, sort of early, you can sort of turn it round and you get that cool side of the pillow feeling if you just turn it the other way. It's just, it's so, so wonderful and for me as well as how nice it feels it's just as soon as when I velcro it on because it's a velcro not a 
so you can have it as tight or as loose as you like as soon as I do that that's kind of a sign to my body of well a we can't see anything we can't move anywhere and it is bedtime it's time to sleep and it's been really working so that's just a very strong recommendation from me but however I'm still really grumpy and I have to ask myself whether I'm overdoing it at the moment because it seems I'm trying to be more productive than I've been before and I'm all for it, but I think I might have hit my threshold of being able to be productive and dynamic before I hit listless and defeated. I just think there's a fine balance. And I don't know how this looks or feels to anyone else, but I'll give you an example from the last 24 hours. And I appreciate that when I tell you about this, uh, for a lot of people, it'll be like, come on, Emma, you don't have kids, you don't have X, Y, and Z. Actually, what you're describing is pretty luxurious. And it is, which is why, which is why I'm grumpy. So yesterday, I had a busy day. But I woke up feeling not quite right. So uh, three hours after waking up, I still still felt as though my eyes weren't fully open. They didn't look swollen. They didn't look puffy or anything. But to me, they felt like they weren't fully open. And I was hydrated, although it was highly likely not hydrated enough because I don't drink enough water, even though I do try. And I had that weird feeling of sort of, I was making, it wasn't that I was wading through treacle metaphorically. It was just that it felt like, before I did anything, I was like, <sighs> almost almost um, anticipating it to be tougher than it was going to be. So I drove to my laser hair removal appointment. And now I've done six now and I am noticing a difference. So if you have been putting it off, um, I would actually say it's a good investment. I'm excited to see how, how my results... I'll do another podcast on that, but just to say I'm really happy with it. I drove back. I drove back, I dropped off one thing, picked up another thing, grabbed a coffee, then got the train into London. And the whole while I was thinking, something's off, but I was like, just keep going, keep going. This is a normal day, just keep going, keep going. And I also kept thinking how quiet my weekend was. All I did over the weekend was exercise, go for a couple of long walks. I saw my friend Ali for dinner. But what I did do at that dinner is I had uh, two glasses of red wine and I haven't had red wine in a really long time. And I think that might have been one of the things that has actually thrown me off balance, but we can come onto that another time. But when I was on the train on the way up, I was thinking, you really don't need to slow down. It's Wednesday and you had two really quiet days on Saturday and Sunday. So you really, really don't need a break. This is pathetic. Stop being such a wuss. And I went to an amazing lunch with friends for a beauty launch. I saw like some of my favorite people. But again, the whole time I felt like I was a little bit underwater and I'd say things to them and think, am I making sense? But there we go. Then I went to another appointment and I had a manicure for the launch of a new product, which again, I mean, how charmed is that? Get to learn about a new eye cream and also get um, a chrome mani at a very, very nice place in Covent Garden, Townhouse, Covent Garden, which is where they do, it's a very high-end manicure place, so I've got nothing to complain about. And then I went, uh, walked back to the station which is about 40 minutes from where I was, but I like to walk everywhere in London. It was a blisteringly hot day yesterday, so that probably didn't help. But I walked uh, on my way to the station. I took a detour and went to another launch on the way home, popped in for a minute, but it was very crowded and I didn't really know anyone. So I was like, ah, I'm going to get the train. And because I was feeling off, I'm going to get the train. So uh, this isn't an unusual day. Um, A lot of days I'm home in the office doing podcasting or doing admin or doing editing. And then that's a very typical out and about appointments day uh, maybe with it actually normally it'd probably be a few more meetings in there so I don't really know but it was very hot and it was very busy in London so it was kind of like I was walking around and you had to be on your toes quite literally because there were just so many people and people were moving very very quickly but anyway the whole time I felt as though I was underwater that's really the best thing um and when I got on the train I realized that I was yawning and when I say yawning I mean 10 
yawns a minute at least. And if you know anything about migraines, you'll know that there are, um, there's a sort of a pre-migraine phase. I think it's called the prodome. And that can actually be, before any pain begins, there can be things that you start doing that are a sign that in the next 24 to 72 hours a migraine is going to hit yawning a lot is one of them urinating a lot is one of them and what's another one there were quite a few but those are the ones that usually get me and I was on the train I thought oh I'm yawning a migraine is coming and it certainly was within an hour my my eyes were watering constantly my nose was blocked my health my head felt like the bells of Notre Dame were ringing in it and I had a very very restless difficult night's sleep in fact again last night out of character I woke up at two o'clock in the morning I was so bunged up. I was blowing my nose for a good 15 minutes. Just kind of, I was so congested. So it was definitely, a lot of people were complaining about hay fever in town yesterday. I don't have hay fever, but I mean, there was obviously something going on and I wasn't feeling very well. But getting back to uh, before I went to bed and had had my weird night of feeling mad, um, I got home and I dropped all of my bags in the hallway. And I hate doing that. I hate doing that because when I come home from anywhere, I like to take my coat off and put it back into the wardrobe, take my shoes off and put it, put them back into the shoe cupboard. I like to take whatever bags I have picked up during the day and take the products out and put the products in the beauty room in their, in their place where I know that they're going to be. So that essentially there is no mess and there is no clutter because if there's clutter, I tend to um, just feel disorganized. I don't like the disorganization of it. But I didn't do any of that. I dropped three bags in the hallway. I didn't put my shoes away. And I think my coat just ended up on a door handle. And they stayed there overnight. And the reason I hate this is because I hate the friction that it creates in the morning between you and starting your day when you realize you didn't end the previous one properly. So you get up. As soon as you get up, walk out of the bedroom. What do you see? Stuff that you didn't do yesterday. It just isn't great. And it's why I make my bed every single morning as soon as I get up without fail. Because it puts a full stop it puts a full stop on rest and gets the day started. Plus, who would get back into a bed that they've just made? I wouldn't. So anyway. So today, I've been buzzing around my flat, putting things away from last night, organizing the day ahead, knowing I'm woefully behind schedule. And even worse, I decided now is the time to clean the fridge with white vinegar because I opened the door and thought it smelled a bit stale. And I was like, well, I have to do something about that. <laughs> Rather than think rationally, oh, that's a job for the weekend. That's a job for Saturday morning or that's a job for Friday night because my new Friday night <laughs> way that I like to enjoy myself is to, when I, when I clock off work, I get into, get into like a Lululemon ensemble, put my glasses on and I do a deep clean of the flat starting in the kitchen. I do the kitchen, the living room, the bathrooms. And then I just, so that when I wake up on Saturday morning and I exhaust myself doing it, it takes well over an hour and there's a lot of elbow grease. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, who did that? I sort of forget because it's the last thing I do and it's the first thing I see when I wake up. So I love it. It's a little trick I do for myself. I highly recommend it. Um, so the thing I wanted to ponder is what's the right thing to do in this situation? Pause and recalibrate or just power through? Because I know this is a temporary feeling. I know this is probably a combination of having alcohol for the first time, like a, a when I say alcohol, red wine for the first time in a long time. And that may have started a little bit of a chain reaction that's made me feel a little bit weird. Um, 
there's a lot to sort of think about. So do I pause and recalibrate or do I power through? And I'm never sure which is the right one, but I'm pretty certain I always choose the wrong one. (laughs) So I was trying to tell a friend about this earlier. She called me earlier about something else and I was telling her and and because we were saying, you get, do you get this? And she was like, oh my God, absolutely. And we just agreed. It's like you're a record and you've just jumped out of your groove. And so things just feel odd, even though they probably aren't. And I also know that sitting down doing nothing and watching a film, which is something that as long-time listeners will know, that's one of my favorite ways to switch off. I know that will give me ants in my pants, but that doing exercise will probably really tire me out and make me feel a bit exhausted. We're in that state at the moment where I just I know that I, I'm very close to I could overdo it. So there's some self-awareness there, but not enough. So I have to find something that's like an active recovery, whether that's going outside for a long, slow walk or doing some yoga. I'm not exactly sure, but somewhere in there lies the answer. And I'm sharing this because I think we all go through this sort of feeling and we have our own way of describing it and also dealing with it. But in a culture of, and certainly I'm presuming this applies to people who listen to the show, you my most excellent listeners, because from the messages and emails that you've sent me, I think we're all people who seem to carry on regardless. It's figuring out how to move forward, perhaps with a little less momentum, but while still being productive. And I was talking to a friend yesterday who has, uh, who owns a business, and has a lot of people on staff. And she was saying it's really confusing. There's a lot of, I, I think I'm feeling such and such a day, such and such a way I'd like to take a, a, a mental health day or take a day off. And I was thinking about what I was like in my 20s and 30s. And obviously it's easy to say this as a woman who's 45. It's like, yeah, I've lived, lived a bit. When I used to work in an office many, many moons ago, if somebody had a breakdown, if someone burst into tears in the office, it was because they had been masking it for months. Like it wasn't because this just suddenly happened this had been bubbling under the surface for a really long time and I do think there's something to be said for recognizing it earlier so that you uh, can can sort of calm down stop or cool down before that happens but it was just really interesting to think about uh, what's the right thing to do in those situations because I think as much as it can be admirable or perceived as admirable to carry on actually actually we need to look after ourselves so There we go. And the reason I'm grumpy is because I want to crack on and I feel like I'm having to adjust and it's just making me feel really feckless uh, because I'm trying to say yes to as much as I can at the moment. And I think I'm going to have to start saying, or at least today, even I'm, I'm supposed to go to something later and I'm like, oh, can I actually see myself getting on the train and doing that journey? Or will I just end up getting there and being a bit of a a sort of you know when you I already felt like I was underwater yesterday in an event will I end up turning up and being a bit sort of distant and just not be able to sort of switch on and be social because that also isn't a great thing to do anyway even as I record this I'm feeling a bit foggy and the heat isn't helping I am terrible in the heat give me a cold floor in a dark room and I'm happy in the summer I know that's really awful I'm not a sun worshipper um but I am I'm feeling a little bit foggy and I'm just curious if you have any tips for getting yourself back into a groove or to mitigate those days, those fe- this, this kind of feeling on those days when you don't feel 100%, but there's nothing wrong with you and you should be able to just crack on as normal, but something's sort of holding you back. Any, any tips would be appreciated. Let me know in the Facebook group. Email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I'm at Emma Guns, although I barely use Twitter anymore, mainly about Instagram, uh, because I would love to hear from you. Any tips? 
Um, it would be so joyous to know what works for you. That's everything for Bullet Points this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following, commenting on posts, subscribing, spreading the word about the podcast. I appreciate it hugely. And I will see you on the next one. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.